You are listening to selfdiscoverymedia.com, where illumination and inspiration is but a click away. With so many genre topics for you on everything that you need to know in life, we celebrate and share the people who have taken the journey before you and who are now here to serve you with their wisdom and their knowledge. The next show coming up is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Choose Positive Living right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is the big, smiley Michael Ray. A smile begets a smile, so don't forget to share a smile today. He's all about the smiling. He has a daughter with Down syndrome, and she's constantly smiling, and it's contagious. So he decided to develop the Smile Project uh, Louisville. I'm probably saying that wrong. That's um, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm terrible with pronunciations. Um, and it's the random acts of kindness and smiles that really make a difference. We know that smiles are contagious. We know that when you somebody smiles, you can't help but smile with them. You know, when a, a puppy or a kitten does something, when a, a child smiles or gets joy out of something, we smile. That smile literally raises everything up inside of us and it makes us feel good. So to pass on a smile is really important. And what he's doing is going on and passing on those smiles. And just having those smiles, we get smiles and create smiles and share smiles everywhere. So he's because of this campaign, he's already been um, on the news and uh, already got the excitement going. So let's find out how did this all come about and where would he like to see it go? Because I would like to see the whole world smiling. I don't know about you, Michael. <laughs> well, well, of course. I mean, we have six billion worldwide. So mm. if we can infect um, this level of positivity and beauty in one person's smile, which is kind of like your business card to the world, but um, uh, most certainly, um, you know, as far as where it started, um, you know, I started it officially, you may say, a couple of years ago, just shy of, of two years ago, but really, you know, for me, it was about a journey in, in a relationship with my nonverbal daughter. You know, you had mentioned she has Down syndrome, and when you don't communicate with one of your children, you know, I've often said, you know, we take for granted mm -hmm. hearing those words, I love you. Ah, yeah. So being that she's never spoken those words to me, um, for me, my affirmation was then I would ask her, well, do you love daddy? How much do you love daddy? And it was the smiling, mm -hmm. the laughter, the giggling. Um, and it was at a time in my journey in which I really needed that, um, you know, in my life. So that had gone on for years. But it then it kind of formed this marriage with an interaction that I had um, at a fast food drive through uh -huh. that I was having a terrible morning, um, as we all do through the course of our lives. I was in the drive through and I was waiting. And as I pulled up to the window, it was the encounter that I had for about 45 seconds to a minute with the person who was taking my money and getting my, you know, my food and the energy and the mm -hmm. smile and the laughter just touched my heart. Mm -hmm. So at, in that moment, I actually pulled my car off. I parked it and I had one of those epiphanies in, in which I was like, God, what are you trying to tell me here? Mm -hmm. So in that moment, I knew that it meant enough 
to me, and I actually was moved to tears, that I decided after the next couple of cars had passed through the drive-thru, that I got out of the car. And I decided I was going to walk back to the drive-thru to let her know what it meant to me in that moment. Mm. So I did. I often laugh about it. I'm like, I'm the creepy guy that gets out of the car that walks back over. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't want to say they're drive through rules, but really it is a little creepy. But, and of course, after she said, well, what's wrong, sir? And I was like, that's what's amazing and funny here is nothing is wrong. You need to know, mm-hmm. you know, what your interaction meant to me this morning. And I want to say thank you. And then in that moment, I said, I want, I want to remember it. So I asked if we could smile together and take a picture. So that's really at that point, even though there wasn't a name to what I wanted to do, I knew it. she made an impression on me. And then after really reflecting on what had taken place over a couple of days, I was like, okay, I have this amazing relationship with a nonverbal daughter. And now all of a sudden, I I have this encounter with somebody to drive through. What can I do Mm -hmm. to impact the lives of strangers? How can I inspire others? So it first started off into being intentional. And as I moved around the city through the normal course of our daily lives, I, when I really felt moved, I would introduce myself to strangers, talk about what I was trying to do and in infecting and, you know, moving smiles throughout the city. I would learn a little bit about that person and I would take my picture with them. Mm-hmm. And I started posting pictures on social media of just smiling with absolutely total strangers. So Which that's kind of where it. <clears throat> well, which in turn total strangers are looking at and smiling at. And, and it's smiling. Yeah. And then, you know, you find yourself, um, you know, at first, you know, I, I often admitted that it was intentional yeah. because I was going through some challenges in my life. But then, you know, you spoke of it a minute ago when I'm walking into um, the coffee shop and then I decide to hold the door for the person mm-hmm. and I smile on the reactions and then not only smiling, but actually just the simplicity of engaging with Hello. Yes. And how are you? And and, and again, the reactions I was getting back. So then I started going, okay, I'm going to start having more conversations. And again, we're not talking about having 15, 20 minute conversations here, but engaging with human beings. So then in the coffee shop, engaging with the barista, how was your morning? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you would get, you know what? It sucked. No, you know, it's different. It's how we look at it. You give them a fist bump, you smile, (laughs) you try to bring them all that positive energy again to where you would infect them to be able to in turn um, pay it forward to somebody else. They they feel that. Well, that's the whole point. We're in a world actually where this little device here called phone is meant to connect us. And in a lot of ways, it's disconnecting us. And we're losing the art of actual interaction you know that physical interaction where we've seemed to have got scared to look at each other in the eye you know opening the door looking at someone in the eye hi uh, you know could start off with lousy weather isn't it oh did you get wet <coughs> you know crack a joke do something because a lot of the time people feel they walk around invisible and what you're saying oh, to them is certainly. i see you 
I see you. I'm inquiring after you. And if they say I'm having a bad day, oh, why? What's up? And maybe they only need a couple of minutes, a little bit of a cheer. But it's most of the time to know that you see them. They're not invisible. They're, because they're, how many they're, people they're, walk you're, around you're invisible? Exactly right. They're, they're, they're present. Yeah. They're visible. Um, and then sometimes the acts would change in which because you've all of a sudden had a two-minute conversation. Mm. And then I feel that God has blessed me with a personality to be welcoming, mm -hmm. charming, inviting. You know, those things that, that really break down sometimes the barriers when we're encountering, you know, encountering strangers. So then it would turn into, okay, it was a bad morning come on, bring it in. Let me give you a hug. Mm -hmm. You know, let me give you a high five. You know I mean? In different acts of, of, of emotion and love. Um, and kindness. And, and kindness. And, yes. and as people have watched my videos, I often say kindness doesn't mean that you, off, you, you have to go out and buy something for right. somebody. I mean, the random acts that we do, again, I go back to when I said walking into the coffee shop, holding the door mm -hmm. you know there, there's very simple acts that we see every day in our lives or allowing somebody to get over in traffic i mean you can go on and on you know we, we can list a litany of things that we can do for others that cost nothing absolutely nothing and but, you know it's it's that vibrational fuel you know, that, you know, we're, we're sharing our energy. It, it, it ignites other people's energy. They're going to pass that energy on. So there's that ripple effect. You know, I think we met through LinkedIn through a post that you did. We did, and, yeah. And yeah. then, of course, we've been communicating with Randy McNeely, who I had on, you know, the act of kindness. <laughs> uh -huh. and, you know, if you look at kindness, was it, what is it? And it's giving of your time, giving of your energy to help other people find that smile to let them know that you care. And in each and every one of this, in some way, in every day, made somebody smile. Could you imagine the beautiful vibration that we would all be the, living on? The changes we would see on oh, this planet. And, yes. and, you know, again, going back through, you know, to the encounter at the drive-thru, I was in a bad place in my life. And that's what I often talk about. You know, when you talk about smiling and kindness and the things that we can do for others we don't know the challenges the burdens the things that people are carrying in their hearts as far as what life is throwing to them in that moment so yeah. if we can bring that positive energy in that 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 sunshine mm. on an insanely cloudy day yeah you know again we don't know then how it touches their life to inspire and that's the contagious part to where all of a sudden they feel the love to touch another human being. And then in turn, and that's why it gets paid forward where yep. it's limitless. Limitless, boundless, bountiful, abundant. Yes. And, you know, exactly we, right. we're, we're in a world where, you know, on the news constantly is a bombardment of negativity, mudslinging, mm -hmm. uh, another war proposed. You know, uh, you know, of course, with all the tragedies that we're seeing around the, the world with flooding and with fires and, you know, with loss of life and loss of homes. Viruses. It, viruses, it, yeah. yes, yeah. which I have an entire four-part show on those, <laughs> which is going to open your mind. Whoa! 
mind-boggling, <laughs> but uh, which doesn't make you smile, unfortunately. No, but it, no, it does educate it, you. Yes. But the thing is, there's a lot of hysteria out there, and then people are trying to get through traffic and go to work, and the boss wants this from them, and then they go home, and the family wants that from them, and I don't have time to smile, you know. And this is the person that needs to smile. They need to know life isn't this heavy blanket of doom that we're constantly being put upon and that if we find those cracks and those beautiful moments of sunshine smile we're going to let the rainbows in we're going to let the the reason for living in we're going to understand what the beauty of life is all about so we've got to stop feeding or stop listening to the doom and gloom and we've got to start looking and paying attention and interacting with one another whether it is simply a hello how are you and a smile the opening of the door, thank you to the barista, uh, wherever you go, at the cashier, at, at the food place. It, sure. It's, you know, um, hi, how are you today? I'm fine, thanks. And you, when do you get off? Oh, I've still got eight hours. Oh, don't worry, love, you can cope with it. You know, it's support. It's support. And we have to support one another because that's the only Inst way we're Instead rise of up. breaking everyone down yes. again, I, yes. you know, I read something just recently, you know, the secret ingredient is love yeah. so yep. if we can really look at each other in a different you know different light i i, I something I, I heard a few months ago too which is so true we smile because life is hard mm -hmm. it's not easy and, and the one other thing that i learned from my daughter maddie is that she sees the beauty in the simplicity of life she doesn't complicate things she's not bogged down by by worry yeah. And what is going to define, you know, her happiness? You know, look, we she's all have She's in the moment, problems. isn't she? She's in the moment. It, it, it is. She's in the moment. And again, finds, you know, honestly, I see true happiness mm -hmm. in the simplest yeah. of things. Whereas you and I, yeah. it gets overly complicated and we're chasing happiness because it's the next thing to when a lot of times it's right in front of us right it's how you want to embrace it so you know um for me i embrace it through the relationship you know with my daughter in never thinking um that all of a sudden i would have built a platform right to inspire others to do it right um, yeah, there's a wonderful lady I interviewed a few years ago and, and her daughter had had a, a vaccine shot and it had ended, ended her up as a paraplegic. And they had basically said, you know, she's just put in an institution and go and have another kid. And she said, no way, this is my daughter. And she lived to 15, which was very rare for the condition that she had. Yeah. And she couldn't speak. But she could smile and she communicated by fluttering her eyes. And her mum used to dress her up like a princess and take her around to schools and educate them on knowing, you know, what the vaccines are and everything else. But she inspired so many people with her, you know, cockeyed smile and, and blinking at people and communicating them. She not only brought awareness, but she brought joy. And she showed she people. She, she showed people that it didn't matter, you know, where you are or what you've been dealt with in life. You know, I had a veteran on yesterday, you know, and through his struggles, through his strife, you know, through the entire thing of coming back and and having to, you know, um, let go of being the warrior and come back and integrate himself into home life was extremely difficult. And it was the simple things, his family that showed them how it to is. do that. And it, it, we've got to look at the simple things, haven't we? Because it's those simple things that remind us how gifted and how abundant we really are. 
it, and you know what? You totally nailed it. And in most cases, it's right there, mm -hmm. present in front of us. It's, it's all about perspective. Um, I talk a lot about, you know, when creating that mindset, that your perception is your reality. Yes. And if you fill it, you know, and thinking that you have to chase whatever is the end game for you to find happiness, you're going to always be chasing it. And more often yeah. than not, you're going to live miserably when um, I, 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 I saw a video that I took of my daughter just the other day and it was literally 20 seconds on the couch and it was a nursery rhyme. Mm -hmm. And again, it was the smiling and laughter and giggling. And for me, that is true happiness and joy yeah. and content in my life. It's, it's not about the bigger house or taking yeah. a vacation. Again, it's perception. Yes. And you know, it's, that whole thing is that, that smile that you do, not just with your face, but with your stomach. You know, that uplifting feeling of your stomach, you know, like, oh, the whole body kind of feels it. And it's really, really great. You know, um, if I ever get down, uh, which sometimes do some of the subjects I do, and I go in, you know, to Facebook and I look at people rescuing animals or, or beautiful animal pictures or wonderful stories of what people have done for other people. And it reminds me of all the wonderful people in the world. Because as I said, we're bombarded all the time that's all you know like the cnn effect they take a pimple and make it into a volcanic eruption <laughs> you know and it's that's and exactly we buy right, yeah. into it we buy into it if you stopped buying they would stop selling of why course. don't we start demanding more of the upbeat stories more of the celebratory stories more of the those that have overcome challenges that is what we really need to celebrate the people that have gone through you know, Helen back Amen. Oh, and, yes. and at yeah. the other end of it, who they've become are absolutely awesome human beings that are now sharing and contributing to society with that awesomeness. It, it, it is amazing. And I think in a lot of cases it's, you know, people ask me, it's funny because I'm not in no way, shape or form within my community famous, but I have become recognizable because mm -hmm. Over the last couple of years, when you create a lot of the content, you have thousands of followers. It's not hard now to yeah. navigate through public and somebody go, and it's usually going, oh my gosh, you're the smile guy. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's me. And usually one of the questions that I get asked the most is, are there times you don't smile? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, of course, I'm a human being. Yeah. I, I still in my life today have challenges, but you know, it's how I process it. Yeah. I don't allow it to consume me. I don't allow it to consume my relationships in my entire day. So more often than not, because of what I put in my mind, it's, it's fleeting, you know, so it doesn't consume every day to where it carries on and it affects the lives, you know, of others. But yeah, I have those moments. It's of what course you feed, I do. isn't it? You know, that's I mean, exactly right. It's, you know, it's um, um, the other day I'm, I'm, I'm sitting, I'm looking out the window and literally the downpour was just like buckets. And I thought, well, I could get miserable about this, but instead I just decided to do an impromptu video. And it was like, well, it, you know, it's raining, another day raining. What is it watering? It's watering <laughs> the garden, it's filling the dams, you know, all the flourish that's going to come up in the spring for it. And what are you watering in the seeds in your life? And, you know, exactly it's, right. and the thing is, we are all planting seeds. Don't plant dead bud seeds that are going to produce a fungus that's not edible. You know, plant something that's, that potentially could be abundant joy, but remember to water it. Remember to nurture it. What you feed will grow. Yes. And if you're in constant state of misery, that's what you're feeding.
it's I tell people is that that kind of goes with that is our minds are an amazingly powerful tool, mm-hmm. you know, so we're a product of what choices we make in life. You know, look, if you eat 12 cookies today, they're not going to make you fat. But if you eat 12 cookies every day for the next five years, well, you may gain weight. You so probably will. Like an Oompa Loompa, you know, but it, it's, it's what we feed the same yes. way with, with our minds. Yes. So if we use those tools to feed it with a lot of, you know, positive energy and choose to inspire others we can do amazing things, absolutely amazing things. I mean, I watched the news through um, the Daily Show, Trevor Noah and Corbett. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and the thing is, it's, it's the only way I can take the ridiculousness of it, right? Because you have to well, take... Well, it's nice to have that comedic element yes. too, you know, but when you're talking about it. Because, because yeah. otherwise it would be, you know, you're coming to take me away, haha. You know, it's, <laughs> so you need to have that laugh of, oh my God, you know. And so they, they give you what's going on, but with that comedic side, what I love about Trevor Noah is that then he has that moment of stillness where it is serious. And he has that, he's one of the most uh, well-balanced people I've ever come across in the way that he, you know, he, uh, he is, I like, would agree. You know, yeah. he really, yeah. truly yeah. gifted young man. And you, but you look at his book and what he went through, you know, growing up as a black and white child in South Africa, I lived in South Africa for some time. I left before the, apartment. I was wondering what, what, what your accent was. Oh yeah. yeah well, yeah. I'm actually British, but I was in South Africa. So South African comes up now and again. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you know, and I, I, when I read the book, you know, I, I, I knew some of the stuff that he was going through. Yet look who he is today at such a young age to be so achieved. It's not going to his head. You know, for him, it's about his service, his purpose. Again, I've interviewed people here that have been burnt 65% over the body. I don't know if you ever watch America's Got Talent. But in yes, um, yes. 2017, Keshi, the burn victim, the singer that went I do know. Up. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And I've had her three times. And every time she leaves such an inspiration. And I had her on with a vet who was a burn victim. And people say they cry at that show, not because they feel sorry, that because they're so inspired. But every time she leaves me with something and, and the last time, you know, like that she's making an album now and, um, and she obviously has to pace herself because obviously well, sure. she's got challenges, but she's saying, you know, one of the difficult things is I'm always itching and you know, what it's like when you get an itch, it drives you crazy. Oh, good gravy. You well, sure. 24 seven a day itching. And yet she still decides to get up and make beautiful music to inspire us. You know, I mean, if that is an inspiration, what is if we can't be inspired by these people, what's wrong with us? <laughs> yeah. It's, again, it goes back to perception. You know, the one thing that I've talked about on my journey, I don't live with regret, mm-hmm. but I do in some form or fashion wish I would have made decisions mm-hmm. to make changes earlier. That my journey that I was on in the things that I went through in life I could have made these decisions to to forcibly change and inspire others sooner. Yeah. Just sooner. But but you only could do with what you know yes. in that moment of time. Yes. And you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. But you look back not with regret or guilt and go, you know what? Not at all. Not at all. I did that. Yeah. I know I'll never do that again because I know better. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to make a mistake tomorrow based on of what course, you know today. Most certainly. Not perfect. Yeah, right. we're all. And we've got to stop mistakes, beating ourselves yeah. up, right? That's exactly right. 
again, it goes back to the mind and how powerful it is in which how we now, with what we have learned on this journey, how we process it and react to things. Well, I'm a a coach and a spiritual counselor, and uh, I use the true colors, which is your four different personality traits. And that's the way you're going to perceive and interact with information and people. And, uh, you know, I'm a a person that very much knows, you know, I'm a seer, so I see people's paths and things like that. But I've always found the, the common denominator of everybody's problem is they're too much in their head. And what they, you know, if you look at a a vehicle, you know, it has four cylinders, you know, where's the heart, where's the soul, where's the spirit, we can have five cylinders here, our body, because our body is a reaction to everything else that's going on. And, you know, I would say the knowingness factor is listening to the soul's wisdom that ignites the heart in truth, that lifts the spirit into action and extracts from the mind what it needs to know when it needs to know it. And I think if we felt the knowledge we wouldn't be so stuck in our head on a constant wheel going around on doom and gloom. You know what? I mean, again, you nailed it. And I think that when we do, when the mind gets a hold of that and embraces it, it's so hard um, to find your way out, mm-hmm. um, you know, of those funks. Yes. Um, and, and again, you know, you have to continue to, to find and embrace the positivity and the beautiful energy that does exist within this world to, to create change. Um, and it's, it's amazing once you, once you see and feel, again, it's not that I or others who have already faced challenges that are sharing their journey and their stories don't continue to have problems right. in their life. Exactly. It's a matter of how we process and react right. and choose to use yes. those, you know, to move forward. Yeah, precisely. You have got the skills and the tools now to know how to face those challenges as you go along. And, you know, I say to people that in that constant spiral, if you can't do it for you, go and do it for someone else. Go and volunteer. Go and help some other organization. Go and make a difference in somebody else's life in one small way. Like with yes. you, just go and smile at someone. Go and, it, go and, and help it, someone else. It will lift you up uh, and it'll help you get out of your funk. And you know what? I talked about that on my journey. I've, I've mentioned it before in that, you know, when it, when it first started, I was in a bad place in my life. So I needed the smiles yes. and the social interactions yes. just as much as maybe the other person that may have been going through some. So as I continue to be intentional in really filling that positivity in smiling with strangers and having those encounters, you know, we, we, we see and we fill our minds with such beauty. Yes. It, it's simply amazing. And there's a, there's a gentleman uh, there's a couple of people I've, I've interviewed on homelessness. And um, one of them used to go past this particular woman all the time to work. And then he kind of one day decided to talk to her. And it ended up him writing books on their stories. He, every day he writes a blog on what's going on in their, in their life. And they don't let everybody in. The homeless community are very, very guarded on, you know, on their they lives. They are. I've encountered some, yeah. 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 And um, 
because obviously there's a huge trust factor you know they're sure, there because basically they've been betrayed somewhere along the line but he tells their story and it empowers them and it helps us see them as human beings because people are saying, oh yeah just go and get a job you know <laughs> and it's like don't you think they would don't you think they wouldn't mind to have a job and a home and a life and maybe a family or some joy in their lives but what's being dealt to them in such a way that they've yeah. ended up where they've ended up. How can you help them? How can you help them? And you know, him just starting to sit there every lunchtime with them and start hearing their stories now, writing the books and every day writing a blog on them. He's given them a voice. He's shown them respect. That's, that's and they amazing. Because in most cases, like you said, it's, it's not about a job. Yeah. Just, you know, they would rather probably instead of giving them a few bucks for a cup of coffee or sandwich, Mm -hmm. would like for you to sit down yes. and just interact yes. with them. Yes. You know, share your time with them. Yes. You know. Hear their story. Don't just dismiss them. Yeah. You know, and, and how many veterans are out there? Because again, you know, the veterans are very, very much kind of pushed to the wayside. I mean, I, I have a veteran show and it's the veterans that are doing things for other veterans because they know what they're up against. And it's amazing, it, it however, is. what they've gone through, but what they're doing now. You know, as I said, there were the one veteran who his hummy blew up. Everybody got killed, not him. His head was burnt right down to his skull. He lost mm. half of his arm and he became a comedian. And it doesn't mean he doesn't have bad days. He has post-traumatic stress. He has a, 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 you know, a dog with him, but he goes out there and makes people laugh. And I mean, you know, oh, I've just had a new eyelid put in, you know, uh, and it's uh, <laughs> or running my fingers through my nose. Exactly, yeah, and, and in doing so, through, yes, yes. instead of people looking at him going, "Oh gosh," you know, they laugh with him, right uh, over him. They laugh with him, and it breaks down those barriers that he's different. And we're, and we're sure, trying to look they, at people. They, oh, yeah. they're broken. I can't do anything. I don't. And when they when they get up and they do something like that, they share the smile. You don't see your daughter is broken. Oh, no, it's, right. um, you know, you get to that point in which she's normal to me. Yes. Because I've been asked that question. Well, if you could change her and actually make her like a normal kid. And I look and I'm like, well, no, that's actually what I'm in love with. I'm in love with yes. who she is. She yes. is normal to me. Yes. You know, so if she never speaks a word, that's okay because she's we have this. She's speaking volumes in other ways. She's speaking to me all the time. <laughs> yes. Ways. Yes. Right. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. And, oh, and I think that's the thing that we need to, to get over is that we, we're so scared of people being different. I mean, you know, obviously we're stuck on this color thing and, and religion thing. And if anybody's, you know, I mean, one thing you look at Dancing with the Stars and you look at a few other shows where they've had people with no limbs or death, you know, uh -huh. or you, you know I don't think they've had blind yet, but you know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> that might be a bit more difficult. That but, might be a little more challenging. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the deaf guy that won, he was actually on America's Top Model. He won that. He won the dance. He can't even hear the vibration or the, the beat. Nothing. He literally tapped into her emotion, her joy, and just yeah. went with her thing. And they produced, they, don't, they danced to the sound of silence. Oh, my God. I've watched it over and over again. It has tears to my eyes every time. It's so beautiful. I love that song. Yes. It's amazing. Um, and yes. you should look it up, actually, because his dance with it, you would think that he's hearing every note. He's hearing oh. nothing. He's hearing the, the passion and the, the commitment and, and the whole vibration that she's putting out. And it's so beautiful. You know, the, there was something that happened um, in the fall in the States 
and, and there's so many similarities. I know you're in Canada, and obviously people who watch your program are probably not even in North America, but extends beyond that. Oh, but, mostly, mostly America, but yes, literally around okay, the world. Okay, but, you know, we, we have become so divisive oh. over so many different things, and there was actually an encounter where Ellen DeGeneres and the ex-president George Bush happened to be in a luxury suite at a football game together and they were caught on video mm-hmm. and I don't know if you saw or heard this I, no, I but the interaction they had they caught them in a couple of minutes in which they were talking it really seemed like in the moment they were laughing they were mm-hmm. smiling they were having a really good time but of course the media was like and they spun it how yeah. could this hardcore conservative and this hardcore liberal get along and enjoy the moment. So then when, of course, it went viral in the States, Ellen DeGeneres on her show talked about it. And again, it kind of comes back to what I'm trying to do. And that is, why do we have to see what religion you are, what sexuality you are, what political you know side you root for, in which the, the human spirit and the love and support for what we go through in life. It doesn't mean that I can't love you if you're if you're mu- Muslim or what your sexual orientation yeah. is. It's about delivering smiles and inspiring people, no matter what you believe. Right. You know. And who? And that was the beauty judge. of what what Ellen tried to get across. Mm. It was like, look, it's about love. It's not about because we don't agree on politics. Right. You know exactly. Exactly. And, and the, the thing is, as a human beings, we think that we have this right to judge and condemn people. You think differently to me, you look differently to me, you have a different faith to me, so therefore I'm judging you, right? And yeah. who are we to judge? Um, you know, um, I'm a Megan and Harry fan, and they actually live around the corner from us here in... Um, yeah, that's what I, th- I thought they moved to the west coast of Canada. Yeah, they yeah, did. They're yeah. actually on the island, and probably about nice. 50, 20 minutes away from me here. Okay. Yeah. And I commend them for putting their life, you know, ahead of um, their duty. It's not like he's going to be king. He knows that he's sixth in line there. So, and he doesn't want to go to the repeat of his mother. And the way that people have treated Megan, it has been deplorable. And and they've decided they are both people totally committed to good works. And they just want to go off on their own. And the, the backlash has been horrible. And from some people, it's been darn right. I can't blame them. I can't blame them for wanting to get out of there. And uh, I've got a family member that keeps saying, but we paid for their wedding. And yeah, and how much did the UK make off the wedding? Get over it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So somebody pays for, but that actually brings to a point where you get that a lot with spouses. You know, I support you, but I raised the family. You know, that's where I contribute. And we've got to stop this comparison or I own you or I can dictate to you and we've got to start looking at each other as the beautiful imperfect perfect creatures that we are and embrace the best of us and stop constantly looking for the flaws and I think that has been really drilled up a great deal through the media and uh, you know even through the tv Most shows certainly. you know yeah, and yeah. stop buying it just say I don't want to watch this crap I don't want to listen to this where is the love? It's, you know, life is not a game. We're no. not competing, you know, with our neighbors. Right. Um, but yes, again, when you talk about the content, whether it's 
media, TV shows. Um, and look, I'm a, I'm a fan of, of watching, you know, that, that medium. But, but still, again, it's what we put consistently in our bodies to create a mindset. Um, and if you consistently do it and you surround yourself with negative people and negative energy and those things, like-minded people are going to start thinking that way. And, you know, I often talked, I mean, it, this was my, like my 10 second elevator pitch when I was taking pictures with strangers. Mm -hmm. And that is, I'm really just trying to spread love through smiling by changing attitudes and behaviors of people mm -hmm. that it's okay to go in the depressed part of the city and put your arm around a black person. It's okay. You know, as a white dude, it's, it's yes. all good, you know, and, and I, I actually a funny story. I had a moment a few months ago in which I was walking out of a grocery store and I was debating for a moment going, should I go up and take my picture with this lady? <laughs> but she was in really good conversation with her friend and they happened to be two African-American women. And I said, no, I'm going to first put my arm around her. And as an absolute, utter, complete stranger and a white guy, I went up, put my arm around. Of course, she was startled. She looked up at me and I said, when's the last time a white man put his arm around you? And she laughed and she looked up to me and said, actually, never. And it's about damn time. <laughs> Exactly. And I said, see, it's, and I, I, I responded, I said, it's a beautiful thing. And then she laughed again and smiled and goes, and he smells good too. <laughs> but, you know, it, it was just that one minute interaction with a total stranger. It wasn't even a picture, but I was able to show just love. And again, we have, we, we've built up these barriers and these attitudes yeah. and behaviors in our world in which, they don't need to exist. No. I mean, you she's know. going to go and tell all her friends about that. They're all going to She's going to go home and go, you can't. She's probably going to accost some, some guy in the street. I'm giving you a hug. <laughs> You're never going to believe what happened. This white <laughs> yeah. dude came up to yeah. me. And <laughs> yeah. And, it, you know, it's, it's a, um, I mean, of course, it's the same thing if it's a white person, a black person comes around. He's trying to steal my bag. No, he's just giving you <laughs> no. a hug, you know. That's all you it know, is, yeah. You've talked about, you know, the garbage beforehand. You know, garbage in, garbage out. Right. I mean, that's, you know, that goes for your diet, that goes for your attitude, that everything else, whatever you put in is what's going to come out. So, you know, yes. honor your body, honor your mind, honor your psyche, honor your heart, put only goodness in there and then only goodness will come out. It's going to come out. Exactly. But, you know, the thing is, my, my ex-husband is, is Chinese. So my children are half Chinese, half, okay. half English. That's and, cool. you know, 37 years ago, that, of course, was like, whoo, you know. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> and, and, of course, we were stared alone. I had absolutely beautiful children. The combination was gorgeous. You I'm know? sure it probably was gorgeous. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah most definitely. And, uh, but we had the stares back then. And, of course, I have an awful lot of hosts and ex-hosts and, you know, and recurring hosts on my network that are people of color. And of course, I don't really see the color. I mean, you know, what, uh, they're, what they're bringing is, is the spice <coughs> of their life, the spice of their culture, you know, the, 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 maybe even the challenges of their culture. But I yeah. think, why can't we look at each other from the inside out? This is a vessel that we're in. You know, when you're looking at a car, yes, it's nice if it's sleek and it's comfortable, but 
you know, sure for a guy, it's the engine performance, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) You want to know it's a safe and smooth and it can, you know, foot to the pedal and brake well. (laughs) And if, if we stop, you know, only buying the car for its looks, you know, you buy a beautiful, sleek car and it's a crappy engine, you yep. know, uh, it's about how does it make you feel? And it, if you all these people, polka dot people out there in the world and they bring a smile to your face and they make you laugh or they invite you to do something for them in a way that you can make them laugh. You know, we've broken down those barriers. This yep. whole barrier that we've put up has been imposed upon us. Look at children. They don't see black, white, pink, yellow, polka dot they or don't. anything. They don't. They, they have to learn that behavior somewhere. They learn it from society, yeah. society's yeah. expectations yeah. And, and dictation. And we've just got to look at society and say, you've got it wrong. You've yeah. got it wrong. You, you mentioned something you know, interesting in how, how we, we look at people. And I spent... Um, a little bit more than a year I was a rideshare driver and relatively recently. So I, I spent about 20 years in the corporate world. And then when I lost my job in thinking of, you know, when this first started, I became a driver for Uber and Lyft. Mm-hmm. And when I would have strangers in my car, it generally at times wouldn't take long. You know, if somebody's riding with you long enough, 10, 15, 20 minutes, they may start sharing right. things of their life with you. And I often had moments in which I would turn around and look at people and would say, I'm not here to judge you. Right. I get it. I get it. You know, so that's not my role. Um, You know, if you have religion in your life, then somebody else, when you die, is going to do that. Right. It's not my job here on earth to judge the decisions you have made. Right. Um, So. uh, The thing is, we we can... um, when we look at somebody who's done something wrong, you know, we, we can condone the act, but not the person, because we never know why a person does what they do. And, you know, I was uh, in Toronto where they have Uber. Uber's only just come to BC now, big fight with the taxis okay. and a lot of, you know, controversy <laughs> and all of that. Yeah, yeah. But when I was up in Toronto and it got very snowy very fast and uh, I took Uber all the time and I did the Uber share. You know, because you're sharing it with other people, it's cheaper and you get to know people. And when you're new to a city, it's a nice way to do that. I met some great people. And I met some great people who actually had been cab drivers or in their country been a doctor and they can't be a doctor here or, you know, sure. worked in corporate yeah. or whatever the case is. And, but they really loved what they did because they got to meet people all day long. Meet people all day long. All right. Yeah. And yeah. don't be afraid to interact. Oh, somebody said hello to you. Oh, you know? <laughs> you know, they said hello. They haven't come here to, to, to rob you or do any other harm to you. No, Say no. hello back. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 go, I maybe I'm a little naive, but I like to think that 99.9% of society is not there to rob you or shoot you. You know, I mean. But it, I think, but that, it goes back yeah, to the news again, though, right? Yeah. What does the news do? They tell you about the rape and the murder and, and of course, the mass shootings, which another story altogether. and and, and what what are the programs that you see the cop programs it's always about you know certain demographics doing this and doing that to you so they build up the hysteria with the coronavirus right now the hysteria is causing more harm than the actual virus is right now right because of the panic again it's somewhere along the line take ownership over your own choices and stop buying into the bull that is being led to you given to you well, and, you know, look, so if anybody's listening who has faith in their life, you know, Christ said, 
condemn the sin. Yes. Not the, the sinner. Person. Yes. You know, not the person because yeah. he still broke bread with yeah. those people that sinned all the time. And right. he was looked upon going, you know, that guy's a thief or a prostitute. Why are you sitting with them? Because he's like, no, those are my people. Right. You know, so again, it's how we have a tendency to immediately rush to judgment right. and condemn, yes, um, you know, people, and again, it, it affects how we look at them. And right. I mean, it's the same with our children. You know, uh, uh, my kids. I've got gray hair. Believe me, a lot of their names are on there. <laughs> well, I, I have a little sprinkled in here. <laughs> you know, kids are going to do those darndest things, right? <laughs> they are, and and they're going to cause some gray hair moments. And the thing is, I can absolutely go ballistic on them on the act, on the choice. But that's got sure. nothing to do with how I love them. Of course. Nothing. And, of and course. the love of them and the, and, and, you know, judging the act is two totally different things. Never put it them is. together. Don't yeah. say, I can't love you now because of that. And that love has never been true. Right. You never stop loving them, but you can, you know, say, I just cannot like that that act or maybe what you're doing or who you've become right now. But that's got nothing to do with love. We, um, I'm, I'm the oldest of seven kids. And there's a huge range in my family and um, you know how things can affect everybody, everybody differently. So I'm 50, my baby sister's 30, but my middle brother, who's about 10 years younger than me, made a lot of bad decisions in his life um, in and out of incarceration, drug use. Um, it can affect any family, but yet my mom was always there. Yeah. was always there, was always loving and supportive. And one of her responses always was, was, I hate what he does. Yes. That's my son. Yeah. I, I still love him. Yeah. You know, so we'll, we'll figure it out, uh, you know, and hoping he, and he's at a point now, everything's much better and has been for years. But again, you know, it's still showing the love through, what I call the shit storms. Right. You know, we yes. have them in life. Oh, you know? we do. I mean, and and again, from doing so many of these shows, I've come to an understanding that a great deal of it is stuff that happens to you in childhood. Um, you know, how sensitive are you as a person? You know, maybe an empathic or, you know, a person that has a really hard uh -huh. time interacting. Of course, autism very much, but most of those people end up being incredibly gifted, sure. um, but misunderstood. So it all depends on the community yes, yes, that is around yes. them. But it also, you know, I've, I've interviewed an awful lot of people who have been drug addicts and, in, and it's through that addiction when they finally had the cosmic two by four and that cosmic two by four, you know, said to them, this is the root of the problem. Take care of it. Did you just say cosmic two by four? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Get, uh, get hit upside the That'll sting a little. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and it's the people that literally are flattened. They're flattened where they lost everything, you know? And it's out of that, they've got to decide to be the phoenix and rise again. And understand yeah. that if you just keep rising, getting up and repeating the same thing, you're not learning. You know, you're, you're, you're not learning. Flattened. No, you're not moving forward. You're yeah. not moving forward. You've yeah. got to pay yeah. attention to the root problem because nobody goes into addiction of any kind for fun. Oh, I'm going to be a drug addict. I'm going I to be an yeah, alcoholic. I don't think you know, use addiction. Yeah. It just slowly creeps up on us. Yes. Realizing, okay, I've been using too many drugs. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. You know, there's too many holes in my arm. You know, maybe it's time yeah. to stop. Yeah, I had one young man who was 
really could make money like that. He was an incredible businessman, made money very, very quickly, but got into the cocaine and the heroin side of you know the business and sure. not selling it, but snorting it. Yeah. And ended up in jail a few times until one day he ended up in jail with someone who just had the right words to him at the right time. And it completely changed his life around. And now he's started a wonderful foundation called the Ryan's Fund. And that is for the children left behind by drug addicted parents and supporting them. Would that ever have come about had he not taken his journey? People are going to fall. People are going to go through traumatic events in their life in some way or other, and they're going to handle it in whatever way. But if they decide to go through it and come out the other side, the gifts and the knowledge and, sure. and the wisdom that they have are absolutely incredible and they make us all a better place. So, you know, I, I commend the people that go through struggles and come out the other side because they were willing to take the journey. Oh, most certainly. It. You know, when I say shitstorm, I often laugh and say, some people encounter bigger turds than others. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, I mean. Yeah. So, but, your but face. Don't, but don't, <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't allow your mind yeah. consume with why someone else's life is easier and doesn't have the struggles and the pain and the challenges. It's okay. It's again, how we process and internalize in, you know, it's smile, but we smile because life's hard. Right. I mean, you know, you know, of course, of course, now you've got my mind going into a different level now, but I've just got the vision of the toilet bowl and there's somebody flushing it. You can go down the drain or you can hold on to the rim. Exactly, yes. 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 Out, and if, you know? if you allow it, you yes. will get flushed down with that exactly. You're gone. You're gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I know, uh, you know, I suffer from depression, so I know what despair is like. And, you know, um, and, you know, I've known a lot of people to commit suicide. They just couldn't take it anymore. I, I'm, sure. you know, in some ways, I understand it. In some ways, I've, you know, they, they just weren't strong enough to, to ride the wave yeah. or ride the storm. And you, you've got to look for the help along the way to help you, mm-hmm. whatever that help is. But I also know that the simplest of things in life that bring me the joy, that bring me the smile, that touch me right here in my heart and my soul is what keeps me going because I know it's out there. And the more we share that smile, the more we share that love. Love frequency runs out of 580 hertz is the beginning of love frequency. It has been scientifically proven that people who resonate at that higher vibration, that higher frequency, everything grows better. When, where they've actually Amazing. done, um, I've done shows. Studies, on, yeah. Yeah, studies around water around the world. Yeah. And various places where people live, um, they're happier because the water's happier. The water's happier because they are. You know, there's the, all the motto water thing. Take three sure. glasses of water. One wasn't given any attention at all. One was given negative attention. One was given love attention. The one didn't change. The other one turned black. And the other one turned crystallized. And then that crystallization was of higher frequency. So it still goes back to what you feed. We're 70% water. If you oh, keep correct. feeding yeah, yourself yeah. A negativity, if you, no, you're it's, going, going, to, it's yeah. going to cause dis-ease in your body. And your whole body's going to break down. And then you're going to find it so hard to get back up because your body's broken down. So we owe it to ourselves to look for the joy and find the smiles. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to our family. We owe it to society right? To be the love. Oh, all day long and twice on Sunday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. And again, you do. It's, um, I've, I've been there. Um, I, I say that I'm thankful that I've really only had one addiction in my life. Um, and it was sugar, 
but I, when, you know, I went through about nine years of where I was on antidepressants and my coping mechanism was sugar. Mm -hmm. And, but I found myself eating again, making those choices, eating too much. Um, I knew it became a problem and I said, okay, I'm going to consciously, um, this is probably now about three, four years ago going, I'm going to find a way to get off the antidepressants by what I'm going to feed into my body. Mm -hmm. And then I, and it was a bitch. Yes. Absolute bear yes. to get rid of sugar and cleanse my body. And it took months. But once I did, I don't feel the need, the urge, the desire to, to consume that. Um, and, and again, no matter what it is, whether it's alcohol, sugar, drugs, it's just, it's how it consumes you yes. as, as a person. Yeah. And you if know, it's consuming me, you and you're not consuming it, is. it then it's it out is. of no, balance. No matter, no matter yeah. what the, the vice is, yes. you know, I'm not trying to compare them. It's, it's yeah. all, it, it controlled me, Yes. you know, but you have to be able to, to recognize that it does control you. Um, and that, Oh wow! How did I gain thirty pounds in the last two years? It's yeah. the choices and my and you know what I was using to to cope to with cope, life. Right. And, yeah, and, and and you you had to find your courage to find your strength to place value upon yourself. Yes, in order to be better, wholly. It, it is, and I you know again for me my my genesis was. I found such joy and happiness through my daughter that if mm. I could carry that out to strangers, yes, I would find fulfillment. Yeah. And then over the course of time, what fulfills me is the beauty in which, um, you know, not only my daughter still, but never thinking about this, but all the private messages I get from people. Right. Yes. That have watched what I've done and that, that have been moved. Um, like the simplest it, of things, it, right? The simplest. It, it, literally, literally, yes. yes. It doesn't know. It's, it's, it's not rocket it's science amazing. here. <laughs> no, and you're exactly right. I say I'm not curing cancer now. I'm not building rockets. But, but actually, fact, it, it, I will tell you, it does cure cancer, and I'll tell you why. Because when you raise that frequency and that vibration, it changes the whole chemistry changes, of your body. Yes. And there are so many people that have overcome cancer because they decided to feed the positivity. And cancer is I have, I have read 80% those emotional I have, yes. disease. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yes. I have read those stories. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, and it's amazing. And, Never and underestimate I have, the energy of a smile. No, no, no. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, but, I'm, you know, it's sometimes hard. Um, I, I often say, too, on my journey that I was never an emotional man until I, I lost the sun. Oh, and then for me, things kind of transition and change. And there are times now it's hard to process. Yes. When I read messages from people and they, they talk about how grateful and thankful and how I've touched them and inspired them. And I look at it and I'm like, I'm just one dude. Right. Try, you know, but yet. With your own beauty, struggles. With your oh, own struggles. Yes, but, who's made that choice. Yes. Right. To, to but I, I start to I've started to embrace it. Yes. In the beauty of someone taking time. Yeah. To to think what to write to send to me to where it's making a difference in their life. So I, I feel like then okay the work I'm doing in in um it you know when when you, you know you're doing work in which I don't make any money 
it, it takes up my time and my resources and but yet the joy and happiness and the positive energy and love that I feel from strangers. It's enriching is, you. Is amazing. Yeah. You know, that's where I your abundance one, and your currency is in the enrichment. Oh, it, it is. That's how I see myself yeah. getting paid. Yes. You know, it's what it's doing in, in how it's changed my life. But, you know, you're talking about the interaction, you know, and I say to people, again, a lot of shifts in social media, but, you know, people say to me, how do I reach people? I engaged. You know, I, like, I liked what you said and what you were doing and I engaged and, and we started to chat and it's led to this. We don't know what things are going to lead to. It yeah. might just be a chat, but don't just like, it's not about the numbers that follow you. It's how many it people isn't. you engage with. And it you know, um, exactly right. yep. I will see people that, you know, they'll be talking about something. I've got a show for that. <laughs> there goes <laughs> the link, right? Um, but you see somebody saying something and then somebody says something else. Oh, really? Da, 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 and you form this beautiful dialogue dialogue right and the, you know, the beauty you, of it you is do. you can delete the naysayers but you know it is about yeah. being there for one another and i i guess i never really thought the impact i could have um i'm on multiple platforms and they're all dramatically different yes never thinking the level of impact in how inspiring that people who have engaged with me on LinkedIn. Yes. And, and there are people like yourself, you know, look, I've done five or six podcasts from LinkedIn, but there's dozens, dozens of people who now who live all over the world. Yeah. I mean, just a gal last week who's from Tunisia who were messaging back and forth because she's watching my content. I'm watching her content. We're inspired by each other. And I'm like, where is Tunisia? Yeah. And I have to look it up on a map. And I'm like, I have this friend now that I'm engaging with in Tunisia. And we're inspiring each other. But this is the gift of the internet. Yes, yes. This is the gift. You know, I started podcasting nearly eight years ago. I've had my own network in June, seven years. The people I have met around the world and, you know, each one of them are standing for something or they have gone through their own struggles and sure. this is their platform. But there's that wonderful common denominator. And that common denominator is that we all want to know we count, that we yes. can contribute, that we're seen, that we're heard, and that love is the core of our being. It is. Amen. It's, it's what I said earlier. The secret ingredient yeah. is yeah. love. We don't have to complicate it here, people. <laughs> I know. And, you know, if people just tried this, you know, we'd like you to try a diet of five smiles a day at somebody. Do it for a month. Five smiles a day, minimum. And, and anybody at, at work, at, at the bus stop, or even in the car driving next to you. And Hi. Sarah, we encounter, generally speaking, when you leave the house, dozens of yes. people a day that cross our path. Right. I even find it even at the stoplight. I yes. turn and look. Yes, and I exactly. find myself now going, you yes, know, I mean, yes. they, start, they start laughing. Yes, you know? <laughs> yes. yes, that's the point it's, though. It's, if you just yeah. said, I'm going to commit to five smiles a day, you'll find you'll be doing more and you'll you find will. how you easy will. it is and how much more you enjoy doing it and how that ripple effect, one, you know, five smiles to five different people and they go to five people and they go to five people and they go to five people. Just look at the impact. The power All of, from you, a yeah, smile. of multiplication. Yes. And you know what? It may start where it's intentional, but then it becomes yes. so natural. Yes. 
It does. It truly does. I love, I love going, you know, where I live, I can walk into town. I'm in a beautiful city of Victoria, which is a government city and um, a tourist city. We're right on the water. It's beautiful. And I, you know, I'm, I'm envious. I, I, oh, it's lovely. I love it. You know, we know we yeah. don't have white beaches, but we've got the beautiful, the trees and the breeze and the sure. water and the vibrancy. And I've got everything I need here. Yeah, yeah. And I'll walk into town and I'll, you know, just as you're passing people, you just smile and look up and smile. Don't forget to look at people. Don't smile down here. You've got to look at them. And I, I've got some favorite places I go to, and I've got a particular place I like to go to for a pastry. Naughty me. And invariably, <laughs> I see a lot of people on their own there, and I go and sit deliberately next to someone on their own, and I try and engage. Sometimes they engage. Sometimes they don't. They don't, yeah. But, you know, but at least, oh, somebody tried to talk to me today. You know, and it's wherever you go, it is about that, How's your day? Thanks for, don't forget gratitude, please. That word thank you carries a great deal of weight, a great deal of weight. It means it appreciation. I don't care if you're being paid for it. You know, it, it's, it's a question of you're here doing your job and somebody's simply saying thank you to you for your Again, service. You just, you just said it. I use this word a lot. It's the simplicity yes. of what it means, but it carries so much value and weight to gratitude. another human being. Gratitude. Don't yes. we again want to know? I'm not wasting my yeah. time here. Nobody sees or cares what I do. Yes. All they want is what they want from me. You know, like I take the Starbucks barista. People, I'd like a macchiato with a half of this or this or that or that or that. And the person, Arr! and they may have a dozen of these lined up. And everybody wants their coffee now. And it's like, of course. Oh, are, you, are you being inundated, love? Don't worry. Take a deep breath. Okay. Take a, let it, you'll get through this. Wait, let you have Starbucks you in Canada? Them. I thought all yes. you had were Tim, Tim Horton. <laughs> <laughs> I live with an 86 year old and we go off to Timmy's half an hour away for her two tidbits and a coffee. <laughs> yeah. When I, I was, I was up years ago in like Calgary and Edmonton and I was like, good God, there's mm. Tim Hortons at, who everywhere. Is Tim Horton? I'm like, it's like Starbucks. Of but I tell you what, you go into Starbucks and you'll see an awful lot of people on their own. Um, and the people may go to meet people, but a lot of people go there on their yeah. own with their computers to work. Um, my daughter is doing an online course. She can't stand you not being actually on campus, but it's too far away. So she sure. goes to a coffee shop to work because she likes the interaction around. But Tim Hortons, I go off with her two or three times a week because that's her pleasure. She gets uh -huh. so much joy out of Timmy's and two tippets, you know. <laughs> and you will see the same people congregating there. And they meet at yeah. Timmy's in groups. And it's, you know, that's become their place. Uh, I'm more into, you know, um, individual little coffee stores. I have a favorite one around the corner that I always meet people with. Uh -huh. and, and, oh, I love this place, you know, <laughs> French grapes and coffee. And, and I love meeting people out there. And it's, I think what it is, we want people to give a damn, but we also want people to give the, the, the most precious commodity, which is your time. It's and if you could give yeah. your time to someone, whether it's a minute, whether it's 10, 15, 20, whatever the case is, it shows that you value people because you're giving your time. Yeah, and so I, I went to, um, to the VA hospital here a couple of days ago, and I went to give away smiles. And once I did that, somebody had commented on my sport coat and it brought back beautiful memories to their childhood. And he was about 70 and he was like, do you have a minute? Mm -hmm. And I knew in my mind, a minute didn't mean a minute. Yes. It meant, do you have 15 minutes? <laughs> yeah. But I had the time and I was like, sure. I said, yeah, we can. And it ended up being about 25. But I think in that moment, it was where I needed to be. Right. To just, listen and hang out with 
with a senior citizen that just wants somebody to talk to and reminisce about what it was and things he did when he was young. And my jacket was the the reminder to him when he was a teenager. So he was able to kind of live in that moment. So, you know, sometimes again, it's, it's taking that time with those people because the value it provides yeah. Um, in their uh, but life. you never Something. know, you know, where you're going to be when you're going to be I mean, in South Africa. Um, I didn't have a doctor, so I used to go to the hospital to see a doctor. And I was waiting to see somebody in a department and I thought, there's nobody around here, you know. Um, and there was this young man that came in and clearly somebody who was very distraught. And I thought, I thought my appointment was now and I'm just sitting there. Nobody's around, right? And so I'm talking and talking and talking to him. And then they call him in. And then about 20 minutes later, I'm still sitting there. <laughs> Where's my appointment? Turns out I was in the wrong department. But <laughs> the doctor came out to me and said, excuse me, miss, were you the one talking to this young guy? And I said, yeah, uh, I'm waiting to come in. He said, well, you're in the wrong department. Oh, my goodness. So I probably missed my appointment. And he said, but what did you say to him? I said, oh, I just talked with him. He said, this guy never talks with us. He never opens up. And he's chatting away. What did you do? And I was put in the right place at the right time. At the right time. To meet the right person. So, you know, sometimes when we look at it and go, don't allow, because, you know, the divine will put you where you need to be at the right time to meet the right people, to say the right thing for them in their lives. I, I was at a Starbucks a couple of weeks ago and was going through my phone and this guy walks in, um, mid late sixties. And he just had this look about him that kind of attracted me to him in that long white beard, had a cowboy hat on. So he used the restroom. And when he came out, you know, I often talk about, I never really know who, when, where, how I want to take a picture with somebody or do something. But I felt compelled in that moment that I was moved. And I went up, I introduced him myself. I gave him my elevator pitch. And then um, we took a picture and we hugged it out. And I always leave people with my business card. Now, my business card is designed in which it's a smiling face and it just has my information on the back. Mm. Well, lo and behold, when you talk about being in the right place at the right time, he only came into Starbucks to use the bathroom. Right. So in that fleeting moment of coming in and leaving, and then he messaged me 30 minutes later and said, I can't tell you what that interaction and what you did for me he literally 15 minutes before had just left the cemetery. He mm. buried his father. Oh. And he's like, I had all these choices of where to go to use the bathroom, mm. but I picked the Starbucks and I see you. And then there you are shaking my hand, smiling, and afterwards giving me a hug. It meant the world to me. Right. You know, and it was just some stranger choosing to engage with another stranger. And in that moment, it meant everything because he just buried his dad. And the thing is, is that if we're willing to go with the flow, you know, I look at nature as a wonderful lesson. The rivers and the sea constantly have to be in movement. The air is constantly moving. Uh, The trees need to ripple, you know, uh, the, the blood and the oxygen in our body has to constantly be moving to keep us alive. Why do we stagnate ourselves? And if we're allowing ourselves to go with the flow, instinctively, we will be led to the people that need it or in that moment. Don't second guess. If there's something that says, I need to talk to that person, I always do that. It's just like go with what the instinct tells me in that moment. 
and and it is invariably invariably what somebody just needed to have someone to talk to or or just see them in that moment (laughs) yeah right so don't you know again don't get out of your head just allow just go with that flow and if somebody said i need to go and talk to that person go do it Go if they it. reject you, so what? It's not the end of your life, right? <laughs> no, I, 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 one other thing I'll leave you with too. Um, I went a few weeks ago to um, um, to Boston with my son, and it was it was funny. I was in an Uber and never really thinking about it because, of course, I had so many strangers in my car. Yeah, and it was just a ten minute ride. But as we were getting out, he turned around and looked us in the eye and said. Have a nice life. Yeah. <laughs> and I laughed and I stopped for a moment. I'm like, well, you know what? I'll probably never see you again. So you do the same. I said, I really appreciate that. Yes, exactly. And I laughed and we yes. smiled like a complete stranger. And we don't, we don't think about that in that moment that, you know, there I probably will never see that human being ever again in my lifetime. But yet he thought enough about going. Nice and yet life. you would never see him again, yet you're talking about him. <laughs> I'm talking about probably, it right now. And, and you'll probably talk about him again. And so I that interaction will, will carry it, on, right? It's in yeah. that moment. It's yes. what he left with me. Yes. You know, yeah. Yeah. Passing it on to someone else. Pass yeah. it on. So for people to, to join this wonderful bandwagon of smiles, where do they go to? What are you doing? You know, what, what is the, you know, I mean, the end game so to get everybody kind of, smiling. Kind of where so. I'm progressing in the States, and I'm not a nonprofit yet, um, but as I started doing random acts of kindness, I guess now about six months ago, I funded most of them, but yet then people wanted to start getting involved. Right. So then as I started taking in donations from people, that's important in this country is that we do it the right way. Right. So, um, but asking how they can follow, um, follow me on Facebook, um, Smile Project Louisville. Um, when they see the picture, it'll be the picture of, you know, my daughter and myself, Mm -hmm. um, follow me on LinkedIn, Michael Ray on there. Um, I'm in the process of of creating a website. I think a lot of this, you know, it's funny is that I never really knew how much momentum and what value we were providing until I'm going the demand is there. I should probably (laughs) did it six months ago. I should probably had a website six months ago because it was more about just doing the work, you know, and making a difference rather than doing some of those things. So no, I don't, I don't have a website, but I'm, um, I'm on Instagram at Smile Project Louisville. I'm on Facebook at Smile Project Louisville. It's just my name, um, you know, on LinkedIn, but follow what we do. I'm all about influencing and inspiring others through the simplicity of smiling and kindness. And you know what, if you, if, if you want to join this and, and, you know, do the same thing and take some pictures of some random people with a smile. They can post them on the Facebook and, and on and your they Instagram, have. right? And, and, yeah. And you know what? It's funny. People, you know, people have been inspired where they've done that. I mean, they they take pictures throughout the community, smiling. Um, they they tag Smile Project Louisville or tag me on on Facebook or they do it on LinkedIn. So um, that again is the beauty of what social media has done for us it's giving us an opportunity you know a lot of people like to look at the negative aspects of it but if you choose again to fill yourself with the positivity and love and beauty of what exists within that platform you can truly inspire a lot of people 
And you've got to remember, all of these social medias are working on an algorithm. What you put out is yes. what they're going to keep giving you. Yes. So if you yes. don't feed the negativity, you won't get it. If you feed the positivity, you're going to see more of it. It's so how about being way, part of yeah. that movement? It's you know, correct. even if you were grumpy boots, you know, I, you know, my, we call my brother Moo Cow. No, <laughs> you know, he's an optimistic pessimist, you know, and it's just honorary British guy, you know, typical. Um, but it's, uh, we make fun of him and eventually get that little smirky smile out of him, right? So, you know, we don't care if you're disgruntled or not, you know, sure, go sure. share a cockeyed yeah. smile, you know, who cares? You know? <laughs> but it's, if we all made the effort, you know, share five smiles a day. I'm dead serious, folks. Five smiles a day. I know you'll do more. But make an effort. I'm going to smile at five random people today and just see how it begets a smile. That's why I put on there, smile begets a smile. It's, yeah. it's intoxicating. It's, it's, you know, always inspiration begets invitation. And when you smile, you're inviting others. It to is. Smile. And it you know, is. a lot of times, Sarah, people don't do the things because they don't think they can make a difference. And right. what I have truly learned and embraced yeah. is one person can make a difference. One person who sold you yeah. some takeout is what started it all at with your daughter at Wendy's. Yeah. There at, you a, go. At, a, at Wendy's of all places. Yeah, exactly. Well, Wendy's all I wanted, about a smile. All I wanted Look at was, Wendy. She's always about a smile. <laughs> I wanted some chili. And the next thing I know, I'm starting a movement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then it gave you chills. <laughs> yeah, it did. I, I cried. It moved yeah. me. It did, yeah. And, and yeah. you know, you just, you just don't know what's going to move you. And, and until you're willing to open up. I mean, I, I've been one of those people being very guarded, you know. And, um, and it's very lonely to be so switched off and so guarded. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've also been a person with the work and things that I do that was also very kind of alone in, because it was different and sure, it wasn't sure. hadn't quite caught on yet. Um, so I know what loneliness is. I do an awful lot of shows on that and we shouldn't have loneliness in this time period of life. We have so many ways to interact and whether it's a physical contact or whether it is a cyber yes. contact, you know, contact is contact. We've got to understand the energies are meeting each other, whether it's yes. through the computer or through the phone or through anything else, that interaction is saying connection, so. relationship. Yeah. I see you, I hear you, you count, right? <laughs> you nailed it. Absolutely <laughs> nailed it, yeah. Yeah. So five smiles a day, all right, everybody. Start off at least. Make it happen, baby. Make it a habit. Make it a drug of choice, right? <laughs> That's right. And you know, I and want your cheeks to hurt. You <laughs> yes, oh, I wow. want those cheeks to hurt. I want you to go. Oh God, my cheeks are hurting for you, so you, much. Money. You end up. I'm trying to think that I, I heard it takes to frown. It takes like ten times more of the muscle movement than actually the muscles required to smile. For frowning. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because that's what our nature wants us to do. I mean, again, yeah. let's go back to those beautiful babies and their lovely giggles. Let's look at puppies and kittens that fall all over themselves <laughs> and dive around. Can we not help but smile with them and smile at them and the joy that it literally lifts up inside your stomach and your heart and that well-beingness and every single day how much it means to you to, to smile at that yep. joy. And so pass it on, please. Do not keep your smiles to yourselves. Pass it on. Share it with the world. Share it with the world. We need yeah. it at this time. You know, we're looking, we've seen the doom and gloom, and what has it done? It's produced doom and gloom. And we're tired of it. And, you know, um, I have a mantra every year, and, and this mantra for me this year is take ownership of your own choices. 
if you're unhappy, do what you need to do to find to happiness do, yeah. within, right? Yeah. It's not for someone else to fix. You stop pointing a finger, the three pointing back at you. What are you going to do for you that will embrace your beautiful instrument that you can join the orchestra of life and resonate a song that's going to get people to get up and dance? Amen. Oh, that's a beautiful, yeah. So yeah. we've got to take ownership, haven't we? No, and stop being so miserable. Come on, smile. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> yeah, smile and the whole world smiles with you. Right? You can change the world. That's you right. Can. Or at least one person. <laughs> yes, but that is changing the world. You know, we, Again, we can see how bad you, news goes so far. The ability so to wear, yes. 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 The ripple effect. Your five smiles, somebody else's five smiles. Look how fast that, you know, we talk about contagions. A smile is the only contagion we want to see out there. And love and self-value and kindness and caring. Those vocabularies we want to see be a contagion out there. We need more of it. You know, fi find those things to be the, your drugs of choice. Right. And, you know, you, know, you find the kindness and, and all of that when you actually learn to find gratitude. Instead of not what, what you don't have, start to be an appreciative. Be thankful for have. the blessings and what you do have. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. Yeah, yeah most yeah. certainly. Yeah. Most and don't certainly. get stuck in the past. That old coat doesn't, and it's just weighing you down. Let it off. You know, be, yeah. be present in the gift of now, you know? So again, it's up to us. And, and a smile makes you feel so much better. It changes the chemistry of your body. It changes your aura. It changes your entire vibration and frequency that goes out to other people. And it is intoxicating. So just keep on smiling. And I want just everyone, keep breaking it in. Yeah. And everybody who's listened to this show, I want you to go to his site. Um, and well, not his site, to, to LinkedIn and to Facebook and to Instagram and post a picture of yourself smiling, please. Please do. Please do. Yes. I love it. It moves me. Yes. And, and we're going to move each other, right? There we we go. can't move mountains, right? With a smile. <laughs> we can together, baby. <laughs> yes, exactly. So one more time, the Facebook and Instagram is? Is Smile Project Louisville. And that's L -O -U -I -S -E. Louisville is named after King Louis from England eons ago. So it's L-O-U-I-S. Or actually, it's right here, right behind me. Oh, there we go. Right. Oh, no, I'm is. speaking. Yeah. No, I'll be quiet so you can show it again. <laughs> Smile Project Louisville. There we go. And that is, um, that is... Uh, uh, or if they're on LinkedIn, it's just Michael, Michael Ray. Michael Ray, right. Um, and you'll see me, a picture just blazing my smile. And yes. And you know, LinkedIn used to be a sad place to go and, and they've changed their algorithm there now and I've just found so I many awesome people there now yeah. and incredibly supportive of one another and uh, you know so it's, it's very inspiring yeah remember life yeah. is about interaction it's not sit back and wait for it to come to you participate right participate. get out there and, and be immersed in it yes go find it because it's there waiting for you if you want it go get it exactly and all it yeah. takes is a smile yeah. That's right, <laughs> See, you got it. Thank you so much for sharing with us here today. I'm so glad I connected with you. No, I, and, I can't and we thank you enough. For, yeah. yeah, you made it happen. So thank you. Oh, well, you know, my pleasure. So to everyone yeah. else out there, remember a smile. All it takes is a smile. It begets a smile. That begets a smile. And those smiles keep on going. So until next time, I want to see you smiling. Bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. To find many more shows of inspiration, please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com podcasts and you will see an array of shows to choose from. Please do visit our 
www.discoveringcommunities.org and see what else that we have in store for you. Do enjoy our next show.